0: You're listening to WBCALP, 102.9 FM, Boston, Boston's community radio station. Hello, hello. You're listening to Never Give Up, where giving up is not an option. I'm your host, Rochelle Jones. Good evening. It's so good to be here. Thank you for listening in. Um, I, today we want to just talk about, you know, letting go and how to let go. And, um, just was remembering a song by, uh, PJ Morton and he used to sing this song, you know, let go and let God, you know, and, um, uh, that's, it, it just, um, it's a special song because it, it just helped shift me, you know, and, um. It it went something like, as soon as I stopped worrying, worrying how the story ends, when I let go and I let God, I let God have his way, and that's when things started happening. When I stopped looking at back then, I let go and I let God, I let God have his way. And you got to get to a place. If giving up isn't going to be your option, you got to get to a place where you can let go and let God. So that takes trust. That takes you getting out of the way, right? It takes you uh, surrendering and resisting the lies of the enemy. The Bible does tell us that we have to, right, submit unto God. Hallelujah. I mean, yep, submit unto God, resist the enemy, and then he will flee from us. So you cussing at the devil, or you talking at the devil, or you uh, just, you know, spilling out your, your fears and your hurts isn't going to make the devil leave. What makes him leave is when we can submit unto God. We're like, Lord, you know, we told God we wanted him to be the Lord of our lives, right? And then we take it back. Like when when the heat gets on, we're like, oh, I'm out, right? We, we, we get out of God's uh, grace, get out of his will, and we start to panic, you know? It's the fight or flight syndrome. We we get to either fighting or flighting, you know? We get out of there quick. And God's saying, you know, I, I, I need you to trust me. I need you to be still. Be still and know. That I am God. Be still and know that I have the solution, and that I have the answers to your problems. I have the answers, you know, to your situation. And so I, I can't, I can't take care of the problem in the situation if you're in it, Are you still standing there, and you still trying to fix it. One of the most hardest things to do is to not trying to fix it but to give it to God it's hard when he says vengeance is mine I will repay for you not to have vengeance for you not to go to have you know backlash an eye for an eye go handle it yourself you know it's to trust God to trust God with your reputation when someone's lied on you to trust God to vindicate your name you know one of the things that caught my eye is that he will make our name great, you know, that he's the one who's going to promote us and give a promotion. He is the one who's going to um, give us uh, that crown. You know, we don't try to go. We want to give our crown to the Lord. Right. And so therefore, we've got to kind of let go. You you know, you can't like you. it was always said you cannot receive. Right. And. If you still got something in your hand. So you have all these coins in your hand, you're holding tight to it. And he's like, wow, I want to put some hundreds, some thousands in your hand. You won't let go. You won't let go of your problem. I want to give you some peace, but you won't let go of that torment or unforgiveness. You rather be tormented and walk in unforgiveness than to let it go. And trust God. You don't have to have the last word. You don't always have to be right, you know? And so that takes a conditioning. That takes a surrender. Now, he tells us that we have to take up our cross and follow him. And so it's not easy, right, to follow Christ. But if we look at his example, Jesus Christ did not go around defending himself trying to prove himself to anybody. He knew who he was and whose he was. And so he gave some, um, the the Sadducees and Pharisees a good education, a good lesson, amen, to help them check themselves and check their hearts and spirits to look at, you know, you, you were running around worrying about why, you know, you're healing on a Sabbath. Like, are you kidding me? Which one of you whose cow fell in a ditch, you wouldn't go try to get him out on the Sabbath? And so he would always get them to try to see themselves. He called out where they were, but it wasn't that he was trying to defend himself. And they said when when, when they were accusing him, he never said a mumbling word. Yeah, I tell you, that's a great test because you'd be like, you'd be like, I didn't say that. I didn't. I didn't tell those people I did that. You know, we'd be, we'd be, we'd be out there. What? You better not say nothing about somebody these days. You're going to hear it, it, you know, and, and you could lose life over it. That's how, that's how it's out in these streets now, you know? And so get into that place where we can trust God with our valuables, with the things that we care about, with the things that we love and trust that God you know, is the one who really gave them to us in the first place. He entrusted us with those things. I was like, he he can't love your children. I mean, you can't love your children more than God loves your children, right? Like you you can't want to you can't want to be um, more successful than God wants you to be successful, right? He wants us to be blessed matter of fact coming and going so god god wants us um, to be to be better to be stronger that's why i said he said look when you're weak when you're at your most brokenness moment weak he said i'll become strength for you i am strong for you and so those are the concepts that we get to to think about and stand on, standing on his word and on his promises when we're sick, standing on his word and i'm I'm not saying that this is easy, but I'm saying we've got to start right? We have to start somewhere. <laughs> whose report are you going to believe well. We know, we, know the, we know that song. We shall believe the report of the Lord. Whose report will you believe? We shall believe the report of the Lord. Amen. Right? But God doesn't want us just to say that uh, we believe his report. He wants us to walk in it. Amen. To walk in believing and trusting and depending on Him, and and can we do it when we have to stand up um, to people and what people might be saying about the situation? When people are saying, "Now nah, you shouldn't do that," oh uh, no, don't, but you know, but but He tells us, uh, you know, His report says, "I am healed." He said, "By my stripes, you are healed." His report says that I am filled, right? Is he not the author and the finisher of our faith? Did, did, did he not say he who begun the work in me, he's faithful to complete it? Did he not say that we were free? Whom the son has set free is free indeed. Did he not say that We would have victory that his report says victory, that we have victory in Jesus name, that we are righteous because of Jesus, not because of ourselves or because um, we're, we're perfect. We're not. But we're striving to be like Christ. We're taking up our cross and following him. We're keeping our mind stayed on him. And when weakness tries to come, we're like, no, I'm strong. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I'm going to let go and let God. I'm going to stand and trust in this situation when fear is surrounding me. I'm going to remember that God didn't give me that feeling. He didn't give me that spirit of fear that makes me want to be paralyzed and give up. But he gave me love. And he gave me power and he gave me a sound mind. So walk in it. How do you walk in love when you don't feel loved? Walk in it. Walk in it anyway. He tells us in 1 Corinthians 13 what love looks like, what it, what it should look like. Right? Power. He said, I've given unto you power. But you're talking about you want to be powerful. You you looking for power? You, you want to join all types of uh, demonic, uh, you know, situations and beliefs because you want power. But he's given us power. He's given us a sound mind, so the enemy cannot cause us to run. You know, sometimes the noise of the enemy can be can cause us to be uprooted and to run. You know. Like the, the the sound of a lion is scary, you know, but he's like a lion. He's not the lion. Jesus is the lion of Judah. He's just appearing to have a roar like a lion. He's just trying to throw you off your tracks. He's just trying to get you to give up and and get you so upset and to get you doubtful. You know, it doesn't take a lot. Just just a little doubt, a little unbelief, a little frustration, a little anger, cuz he wants us to operate out of a, a pure heart, right? He wants our motives to be pure. And so we got to know, no, he's giving me love, power, and a sound mind. So when we sing a song, we want to really know why we're singing what we're singing, singing. So when he says, whose report will you believe? We shall believe the report of the Lord. His report says I am healed. His report says I am filled. His report says... I am free. His report says victory. I'm reminded. Does victory always seem like something I've achieved already? It may not. But because he says I have victory... And because he said we've already won, right? If we look at the back of the book, we know that Jesus wins, God wins. Then, then we, we know, amen, that we're just really walking this out. <clears throat> it's kind of like the, the wrestling. They already knew the winner in the first place. But they're in that ring convincing us, pretending to fight hard, when they already know who the outcome is going to be. So if we know that the outcome is that we are victorious, right? Then we just have to show up for the fight. But God is the one who fights our battles, right? He's Jehovah Sabaoth. He's the God who wars. He's the God that, you know, we we don't have to give up because it's not in our own strength anyway. And so we are um a- a- excited to be able to be in positions and these circumstances to show God that I'm for real, for real. That I'm not going to give up. I'm not gonna. I'm I'm not gonna abandon and run off. I'm not gonna backslide. I'm not gonna sin because things you know. I want to go back to my old old nature. I, I don't want nothing that has to do with the past I used to live. I want. I don't want to have returned back, as the Bible says, back to my vomit, back to my old ways. He said, "We are new creation in Christ, and the old things are passed away, and behold, all things are new." So I want to walk in my newness, right? I, I want to, I want to stay um, in that mindset of victory and overcoming. The world overcoming my situations. I know first John five four says, For everyone born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. So we have to have faith to even believe that we have victory. Amen. Hallelujah. So we just have to stand. Stand in knowing that our Redeemer lives. Stand knowing that he will not leave me or forsake me. I must stand knowing that he is the way, the truth, and the life. The Bible says in Deuteronomy 20 and 4, For the Lord your God is the one who goes with you, to fight for you against your enemies to give you victory. We're not. We're not. We're not alone in this battle. And I, I just want to clear something up because we think sometimes we are alone. We think we're fighting alone. You know, I, I have a friend really going through something really right now, and um, just call. I said you can call me. 20 times a day, five times a day, I'll listen. I don't have to say anything. I can be a sounding board. I can pray with you. I want to show up because you're not alone. And, and, and part of my, my um, wanting to do this this show, Never Give Up, where giving up is not an option because half the battle is knowing that you're not alone knowing that God is with us and he He walks with us. So you got to keep Deuteronomy 20 close because it's God who's with you fighting your battles, right? If you surrender and let go and let God, sometimes we're resisted in fighting God. So, it, you know, so he's the one who gives us victory. So I, I love that. You know, 1 Corinthians 10, 13 is another God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. <laughs> I, you know, you ever fell apart and be like, I can't take this. I can't take this anymore. This is too hard. This is too tough. But he says, no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. Right? It's, there's nothing new under the sun. These are common things. But the enemy has a way with his loud roar to make us feel we're the only ones. We're all alone fighting this battle. Right. That it's 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 only fresh to me. It's never happened to anyone else. No, it is. He has he does not have new tactics. He's a counterfeit. He he, he comes to steal, kill and destroy. He comes to counterfeit to make he, make you think he has power to make you think he has strength he has a loud roar to paralyze you when guess what jesus already has victory he went into um and in, uh, he went into the earth he went under the earth and he got the keys to the kingdom and everything is under his feet in heaven and on earth But God is faithful. He's not going to let you to be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. Woo! We ought to just say, Lord, thank you right there. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. That even though it may seem like I can't take another drop of it, even though it may seem like I can't take any more, he's not going to allow Nothing in this world or life to overtake me that I cannot handle. So step back, pause a minute, let go, let God, give it to him. Cast your cares on him for he cares for you. It doesn't even take a lot. First of all, it just simply says, Lord, come in my heart. I know I'm a sinner. I know I messed up. I know I need you to guide me to be Lord of my life. Forgive me of all my sins, the things I've done, all those things I I can't seem to fix alone. Boom, just an honest confession to the Lord about the things that your conscience is troubling you about anyway. And give it to the Lord. Cast those cares on him about your 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 marriage, your children, your finances, your your diet plan. I'm going to start giving everything to God. And guess what? I I I can't, I can't find time like just talk to him throughout the day. Amen. Hallelujah. What about John 16:33? He said, I, I've told you these things, so that in me you may have peace, and in this world you will have trouble. He told us, you're going to have trouble, right? So if you're led to believe because you become a Christian, you won't have trouble, that's not true. You're just going to have God walking with you through the trouble, and and the Holy Spirit um, giving you solutions for the trouble, and you have the Word of God that's empowering you through the trouble. But in this world, you will have trouble. He said, but take heart because he already overcame the world. He already has victory and he already overcame it. You're on the winning team. You know, and he's given us an armor. He told us, he said, look, in Ephesians 6, 13, he told us, he said, put, therefore, put on the whole armor of God. You know, so that when the day of evil comes, when trouble comes, when these when the wow the tricks of the enemy comes. Right. You're going to be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, he's going to empower you and help you to stand. That's what keeps you from not giving up. (laughs) So so you've got to. We've got to educate ourselves in the in the in how to war, right? The tactics of war. It's funny, you know. I'm just thinking about it now because, you know, nothing to watch. So I started watching um, these war shows, you know, World War One, World War Two, things like that, and the strategies. Around the enemy. We got you gotta have we have to have strategies, right? We just can't keep walking and opening doors, letting the enemy come in and walking into his territory um and and be and not be prepared. Don't have our armor on, right? Don't don't know uh when we're walking in our flesh or not. He said, the works of the flesh are these, and he lists them in Galatians five read Galatians 5, all of it. And then he tells us what the fruit of the spirit is. So we get to compare. So we get to look and examine ourselves and say, wow, am I walking in my flesh or am I walking in the spirit? Because he said those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So we get to we, we, we get to examine our hearts, our lives, right? So, you know, James is pretty, pretty, pretty good book. Um, James, uh, let's go to James 1, 1 through 5. And then we might end there. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, right? To the 12 tribes scattered among the nations, greetings. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. What? Count it all joy, right? When you go through tribulations and trials, diverse, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. And let perseverance finish its work. So that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Like, stop getting out of the oven before you before before you're done. You know, it's like what they say: if you can't take the heat, get out the kitchen. No, you gotta stay in the kitchen because you gotta take this. This is how you get mature. You don't get giving up doesn't get you to be mature and complete. Right. Not lacking anything. Don't you want to get to the place where you're not lacking anything? Then you're going to have to let perseverance. Right. Finish its work. You're going to have to allow perseverance to kick in, to be able to stay in the fire. Them Those three Hebrew boys, they could have just, they could have fought to where they you know, shoot me because I don't want to get in that fire like that. But no, they said, surely God is able to deliver us from this fiery furnace. But if not, we still will not bow down to King Nebuchadnezzar. Those are some powerful words. When you're facing the heat, the fire, trials, situations that have been designed to annihilate you, to take you out and to cause you to give up. Right? Stand there. For the testing of your faith produces perseverance. And when perseverance is finished, you'll be mature, complete, and not lacking anything. And verse 5 says, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. He's going to give you wisdom generously. All you have to do is ask. We get to ask the Lord. So remember, let go and let God. Stop worrying because as soon as you stop worrying and giving it to God, let go, you're going to see, hallelujah, God's response. And he's going to move mountains to get to you. You've been listening to Never Give Up where giving up is not an option. I'm your host, Rochelle Jones. You have a great day.